Recently, I was praying, and I really felt the Holy Spirit speak these words to my heart, outside your comfort zone. Mm. So we've recently made this statement, prophetic statement, you can't run a bigger, faster train on old tracks. You can't run a bigger, faster you on old tracks either, not just the church. And to fulfill God's call on our lives, on our church, we need the Holy Spirit to show us new tracks. In the 70s, there was an important verse found in Mark. That's when they had the renewal that God put out of spirit. Mark 2.22, no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine bursts the wineskins. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined, but new wine must be put into new wineskins. Churches that became new wineskins, they experienced growth, people got saved, renewal. It was fantastic. Those that didn't become new wineskins, they kind of faded away and are still struggling today. But what I don't feel that the Holy Spirit is saying to the church today is we need, now need new tracks to run a bigger, faster train that we have to have in order to see kingdom growth, people saved, New Zealand turned to Jesus. How many of you would agree, if we keep doing church the way we've done it the last 50 years, we're going to get the same result, and it's not a good one. So we need new tracks. We need God to show us, you know, and the Holy Spirit to reveal to us uh, what these new tracks are so we get a different result. And as we embrace getting out of our comfort zone, because that's what it's going to require, um, one of the results, if we don't resist getting out of our comfort zone, we don't react to it, one of the results is going to be growth. Do you know life is all about growth? Is that not right? When your kids are born, you want your kids to grow, grow, grow. You want them to keep growing and keep maturing. If your kids stop growing, what would you do? You'd go straight to the doctor and say, doctor, we have got a problem on our hands. Well, it's the same for us spiritually. We should be growing, growing. People should see our growth. And if we stop growing, we need to go to Dr. Jesus and say, Jesus, help me. I have stopped growing. I need your help. Give me some new tracks so I can continue to develop and grow. So God wants us to grow in fruitfulness and maturity and character and in many areas. So in prayer, I felt in the next season of getting out of our comfort zone, the word is growth, that people are going to grow and some people are going to grow a lot. Now, what's your growth spurt? If you had to graph your Christian walk in terms of growth, what would it look like? Be, you know, would it be sort of going like that or would it be, I hope that's not that one. But maybe many of you just sort of like this, maybe slightly. I reckon in the next season, as you get out of your comfort zone, some of you are just going to start to really grow, mature, be more fruitful, see things, God do some tremendous things. I also feel that for some of you, it's been like that. And then for some, it's going to be exponential. Exponentially, you're going to achieve more, grow, be more successful and know the blessing of God in your life. And people are going to comment and say, what happened to you? I plan to be one of those people. What happened to you, pastor? How come you've grown so much? Well, because I got out of my comfort zone. Right now, I am out of my comfort zone. For you, those who don't know that, and uh, I feel out of my depth with all God that is doing with the acceleration of expansion, campuses, New Zealand Beyond, UK and Beyond, and on and on at TV, radio. Mag it, you know, I'm, I feel out of my comfort zone. In fact, I told Joel, Joel Holm recently, I said, Joel, I'm out of my depth. And he just laughed. He thought that was very funny. So I said, can, I give me, can you pay us back the money we just gave you? Uh, I feel stretched. And I wonder if there's others here today who are feeling, anyone else feeling stretched? About four of us, okay? You know, God bless the rest of you. Enjoy yourselves. But there's a few of us that are under a bit of pressure. 
But for the four of us that are being stretched, I've got some encouragement. Number one is there will be strength for the stretch. Some of you need to look in the mirror every day and say, strength for the stretch, strength for the stretch, strength for the stretch, because there is strength for the stretch. God won't try you beyond what you are able. Secondly, the second encouragement is this, you will grow. Isn't that great? You're going to grow because of the being out of your comfort zone. You're going to grow because that's where growth actually takes place, outside our comfort zone. But the third thing is also you'll be, you will find new tracks. As you're under pressure, because when you're under pressure and you're stretched, you're thinking, man, how am I going to manage this? How am I going to do all this? And they say, God, help me. And then what God does, he shows you a new track of how you can be more effective, how you can handle all that you are facing. The last time you grew was when you stepped out of your comfort zone. Because all growth occurs outside our comfort zone. If we want to see great things in our lives, it will never happen inside the safety of our comfort zones. How many of you hate getting out of your comfort zone? Give me a way. Wow, boy. Well, you don't have to worry because most of you aren't being stretched, so it's not a problem. (laughs) But if you hate getting out of your comfort zone, well, I'm going to say get used to it. Because you need to. Matthew 13, 8, others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. Every gardener like me knows the better the soil, the better the crops. Is that right? You've got to get rid of those weeds. You've got to have good soil, good crops. Guess what? Being out of your comfort zone is fantastic soil. Because that's where you can really, truly grow. When you're asked to do something, try to never say no without really seriously going away and thinking about it and considering it because it's too easy to say no because it's just out of our comfort zone. But it's where we can grow significantly. It's it's great soil. And you know, trials push us out of our comfort zone. When you're in a trial, you know, isn't it? It's like, oh man, God, this is so hard. This is so difficult. But guess what? It's a place of tremendous potential for growth. Listen to James 1, 2-4. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. How do you get patience? How do you grow your patience? You've got to be in a trial. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. How do you become perfect, complete, lacking nothing? Through trials, through being outside of your comfort zone. Listen to this. God is more concerned with our growing than with our comfort. Some of us spend our whole lives trying to get out of whatever's uncomfortable. Something uncomfortable, you've got to get, can I change it? No, no, get, get rid of that person or get rid of that situation. I want to be comfortable, but hold on a minute. Unless it's a devil... God wants you uncomfortable so you can grow. So I looked it up in the dictionary, and I thought, okay, what does uncomfortable mean? Well, let me give you some definitions. See if you're experiencing any of this, the four of you, all right? (laughs) Difficult, hard, painful, rough, distressing, tormenting. If you're feeling any of those things, it's a great opportunity to grow, to become a bigger, better, more Christ-like 
more fruitful person. So don't waste it. Growth is optional. Uh Getting older is not. (laughs) But growth is optional. You choose to grow or you choose to fight it. One or the other. And people unwilling to grow will never reach their potential. Howard Kendrick's that great writer and speaker. He asked this question, have you changed lately? In the last week, last month, last year? Then he says, can you be very specific? People tend to get stuck in a rut when it comes to growth and change. But 1 Timothy 4.15 says, meditate on these things. Give yourselves entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. People should see your progress. Why don't you go home this afternoon or get with some of your friends and say, hey, folks, friends, family, do you see any progress in my life? They say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're really progressing. Just say, well, where do you see progress in my life? They might say, can you give us a week to think about that? (laughs) But people should be seeing our progress. We should be growing. We should be improving all the time. Successful and unsuccessful people actually do not differ a lot in their abilities. We often say it comes down to ability, don't we? That this, oh boy, they're so gifted and they're so capable. Oh man, God is so... No, no. The difference between successful and unsuccessful people, they say, is more in the desire to reach their potential and commitment to personal growth. How much do you desire to reach your potential? Like today, you're just going out, you're thinking, God, how can I be better? How committed are you to personal growth? In fact, what are you doing for personal growth? It's a good question to ask, and I'm sure that you're doing some, I trust we all are. So make it, your, make it your life's pursuit to discover all God has put in you. Make it that your life just, you know, till the day you go to the grave, say, God, I've got to discover everything that you have put in me. And the reason we say that is that God has put in you more than your life shows. There's more in me right now than my life shows. You, you just give me a few weeks, a few months, a few years, you're going to see a whole lot more. Guess what? That's true of every person in this auditorium. There's more that God has put in you than your life shows. And what your challenge is and what your dream or your your goal needs to be is to discover all that God has put in you. So you were made for more than this, more than you are experiencing today. You are made for a whole lot more. See, we can lose momentum, come to a standstill, stop progressing, get stuck. Some people get stuck, don't they? They just, they're still on that chair every day, all day, night, just stuck in the chair. Nothing's moving, nothing's happening, nothing's growing, nothing's developed, nothing's progressing. Get stuck, loss of momentum. And I think it happens to all of us from time to time. And you may be there right there right now. And often to regain momentum, you have to step out of your comfort zone and embrace change. Embrace change. There's an old joke. Never ask what's in a hot dog while you're eating one. In fact, never ask what's in most things that you eat these days because there's going to be some document somewhere saying that that's going to do you a lot of damage. If you read them all, you'd actually eat nothing. All right? So you've got to just be a little bit careful of that. But hey, never ask what's in a hot dog while you're eating it. Because if you did know what's in it, you'd never eat one again. That's what they say. The point is this. Don't ask too many questions before stepping out of your comfort zone. 
You know, you start to think, well, what if this and what if that and what if the other thing? You analyze it, and what happens is you ask too many questions, and you get paralysis from analysis. You analyze, oh, man, if I try this, this could happen, that could happen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, I won't try. You end up trying nothing. You keep sitting on your chair. You've lost momentum. Nothing's moving. Nothing's shifting. Nothing's going forward. And so what we have to do, you know, they say, push yourself to try new things. Tell the person next to you, push yourself to try new things. (laughs) Constantly push yourself out of your comfort zone. You only have one life. Live it. Live it. Live the one life you've got. And to really live it, you just got to get out of the comfort zone. So do I. So do something new. Do something every day that stretches you. So let me give you a list. You might want to write some of these down. Make that phone call. Visit that person you've been planning to visit for the last three years. Do it. Ask forgiveness. Offer forgiveness. Some people are stuck with unforgiveness. And if you would do that one thing, it would shift you and put you into momentum and take you to a a level in God that you didn't even know was possible for your life. Don't get stuck at one point in your life or one place in your life. Pray a little longer. Make a hospital visit. Go to the gym. Stretch yourself like I obviously do. Get those weights moving, all right? Attend a small group. Attend Limitless. Attend Impact. Thank you. Register for New Zealand and beyond. Move, shift, do something, do anything, go. Don't get stuck on that red light for the rest of your life or that orange light because with God, the light is green and it's time to go. It's time to move. It's time to get out of the comfort zone. It's time to do something you've not done before. The list goes on. Start tithing. Serve in church. Share Christ with someone. Get out of the comfort zone. Get water baptized. Invite someone to church. Go on a missions trip. Attend a prayer meeting. Book a slot in 24-7 prayer room. Sit two rows forward. Said asking too much. Maybe you need to book a taxi. Where do you want to go? I want to shift two weeks for those forward in church. It's too hard to do. I need someone to carry me there. We will carry you there. Our ushers will carry you there. Move, shift, change. Do something fresh. Do something new. Become an intern. Give a year volunteering for the church, whatever it might be. See, we don't. My wife just said, do the dishes. It's a good word for most of you. 
make the bed, put the rubbish out, do the vacuuming, mow the lawns. Do I need to continue? Move, shift, get off that chair. Now, you're never too old to do something new. You're never too old. You may be 70, 75, 80, 90. You may be 100. It doesn't matter because we don't stop dreaming and exploring because we grow old. We grow old because we stop dreaming and exploring. Never stop dreaming. Never stop exploring. My Bible says in Acts 2.17, old men shall dream dreams. That includes old women as well. Will dream dreams. So it doesn't matter, you know, so that age group should be at the forefront of getting out of the comfort zone, of dreaming new dreams, exploring new avenues, going into outer space, <laughs> whatever it might be. Move, shift, change. Here's a good quote for you. You can never cross the ocean unless you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. Christopher Columbus. See, getting out of your comfort zone is a new track. It's a new wineskin in which God can pour a new wine and you become more fruitful, more effective. But all this is going to take is it's going to take courage. You will need courage. Learn to dance with fear. In other words, you gain courage and confidence every time, every experience in which you look fear in the face. Sometimes we just got to look fear in the face and deal with it so we can move forward, we can grow, we can get out of our comfort zone. God said to Joshua, the military genius, he said in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He was commanded to be courageous. He said, be courageous. It's not, oh, Joshua, Joshua, do you think you find some courage? No, no, he said, be courageous. Seven times he's been told to be courageous. Why? Because there was courage within Joshua. You know, some people say, but pastor, I'm a wimp. You know, I'm a scaredy cat. I hate the dark. He said, on and on they go. Friend, you are no wimp. There is no wimp in this place. There's no wimp in the kingdom of God because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God has put courage in your spirit. God has put courage in your heart. You're more courageous than you realize. You just need to face that fear, deal with it, and move forward. Joshua was able to take the land. To be all God's called you to be will take some courage. Each time I go to Pakistan, it's outside of my comfort zone, and it takes courage. I remember, maybe, I don't know, maybe 18 months ago, I'd just been up to Pakistan, and bombs had gone off, and you know, people have died and killed, and I thought to myself, I'm not going back there. Why should I risk my life? You know, going to Pakistan to minister to people that I barely know, a country that's not going to have probably Church Unlimited up there, why, why should I bother? It's, but I go back. And every time I go back, it takes courage. I have to go outside my comfort zone. You never know what it's going to be like at passport control and all the rest of it. You know what's going to have all these security guards around who make a joke of it with their guns and they're all loaded and ready to fire. Takes courage. Get out of your comfort zone and do what God is asking you to do. To move to the trust arena, 
took courage. You know, what if it collapsed? What if the people didn't, what if it didn't happen? You know, most of you probably didn't lose much sleep over it, but I'm telling you, I prayed more than I've probably prayed for a long time, saying, God, you know, you got to come through. It took courage. We could have fallen flat on our faces, but we didn't. It took us out of our comfort zone to do that. And God, in the end, honored it. And that's often what will happen when you get out of your comfort zone. It takes courage to go to where we are. Sorry, it takes courage to let go of where we are and to embrace the new things or what things God has ahead for us. What does God call you to release in order for, to have the capacity for more? See, this is the way it works. And this is what I'm preaching to myself now is you can't keep adding on and adding on and adding on and doing, doing, doing this, this, and this. You have to let some things go. You have to, you know, so you can take on more. And what, my question to you is what is God asking you to let go today in order that you can do more and grab a hold of those things that are more fruitful and more effective. You see, we have to learn to focus on that 20% of things that produce 80% of the results. Some people are doing the whole 100%. They're doing everything, and they're not getting the result they want because they've not let go of some things that are not fruitful and focused on the 20% that produces the big results. We've got to let go of something. Remember the monkey, how they catch the monkey? They put those peanuts in the jar, puts its hands in, won't let the peanuts go, it can't get its hand out, and it gets killed. It dies. That's how they catch them. We've got to let go of some things in order to be all that God has called us to be. They say it's amazing how very effective people have so little in common, but they say one trait stands out with all effective people, all really effective people. Do you want to know what that one trait is? Come back next week and I'll tell you. Now, that one trait is willingness to risk. Wow. Willingness to risk. Our desire for safety, staying in our comfort zone, hinders us doing significant things. You will never do significant things if you're not willing to take some level of risk. Here's a photo that I saw a while ago. What if I fall or fail? But, oh, darling, what if you fly? To get out of our comfort zone, as you get out of your comfort zone, some of you are going to fly and achieve what you thought. How is this happening? That's that's the story of Church Unlimited. We've got out of our comfort zone over and over and over again, and I would like to suggest we're flying. We're seeing God things do that we never believed was possible. But that's also possible for every one of you. Let's go to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. This is Peter walking on water. Interesting passage. Verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. And when Peter had come out, down out of the boat, who reckons that took courage? Huh? Who reckons that took getting out of your comfort zone? He walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Peter got out of the boat, out of his comfort zone, and he walked on water. Listen carefully as I prophesy. I believe that we have entered a season when some of you will... Get out of your comfort zone. And as a result of that, you are going to walk on water. You are going to experience miraculous favor, 
blessing, success, and fruitfulness. That's the promise of God if you will get out of your comfort zone. There's more to your life than what's showing right now. There's a whole lot more that God has put in you. Peter could have said, but what if I fall? What if I fail? What if I sink? But oh, Peter, what if you walk on water? There were 12 in the boat. Oh no, sorry, I'm not sure how many were in the boat. There were a number in the boat, but only one walked on water. Only one experienced the supernatural of God. Only one went to the next level in their relationship with God because the others were stuck in the boat, stuck in the safety of their comfort zones. It took Daniel great courage to not obey the king and pray three times with the windows open for all to see. He gets cast in the lion's den, but in the lion's den he walks on water. As God closed the mouths of the lions. Imagine what that did to Daniel's faith moving forward. Imagine the confidence that gave him in God. Imagine the courage he had to do more things for God. Why? He got out of his comfort zone. He prayed three times at the risk of his life. But he walked on water. God is offering us, folks, so much in this coming season of flying and walking on water. I preached here Last week on having a nation-shaking anointing. And all of you as attenders of Church Unlimited can have that anointing if you receive it. I knew that this message pushed Church Unlimited out of our comfort zone. It pushed you out of your comfort zone. When I said you have a nation-shaking anointing, I knew it was a heavy message. It was a we can walk on water message. We can fly message. That's what it was. So I told my sister, I need you to pray me through this heavy and weighty message. And so they offered to pray, and then some of them actually stayed through two services just to pray me through so I could deliver this message on a nation-shaking anointing. And the result of that was that there were over 50 salvations for that Sunday, which is more than on any single Sunday in the 29-year history of Church Unlimited. <laughs> Friends, we walked on water. It was a small taste of revival. I could have thought, and I remember as I was preaching that, preparing that message and thinking about preaching, I was thinking, man, this is, this is too much. This is over the top. Shall I preach it? Shall I not preach it? It's going to fall flat. People won't like it. They won't listen to it. It's, it's just crazy. Tark, don't do it. And it was almost like, Tark, what if you fail? But oh, what if I fly? And folks, we flew. We walked on water. And God did something amazing. Can I just say, don't miss the season we're in. It is extraordinary, and it's something that's offered to every one of us in this room. Can I just give you some advice? I'm not talking about taking crazy risks, ruining your life, ruining your family, ruining your finances. Remember, Peter heard the voice of God. Come, get out of the boat. So if you're going to take a major step of your initiative of getting out of the comfort zone then I want to encourage you, make sure, one, you hear the voice of God. But also, can I add, you don't need to hear the voice of God to go to the gym or to attend a small group or youth or to start tithing or to serve in church or to share Christ or get water baptized. You don't need to hear the voice of God to invite someone to church. But second point of advice I want to give you is this, is get good counsel before doing something radical. 
Have you heard that? Get good, tell the person next to you, get good counsel. Because otherwise someone's going to go and do something crazy and going to blame me for it. I don't want to be blamed for anything, all right? <laughs> so here's a key for you as you move forward. If you want to move forward, shift your life into a higher gear, more effectiveness, here's the key. Listen, make a decision right now before you leave the service and the enemy steals a word from your heart. Make a decision to step out of your comfort zone and to do something new. Why do I say that? Because one small step of action is often worth a hundred discussions, a hundred sermons, and a hundred of anything else deliberations that you might make. One single small step can move your life forward. One of my concerns about the church of today is that we, we, do, we hear hundreds and hundreds of sermons, but often do nothing with them. We're not doers of the word. We're great hearers, but many are not do, good doers. And I'm saying today, be a doer. One small step can change your life forever. One small step and you will move, you will shift, you will go into a, a whole new level of effectiveness and fruitfulness in God. But you have to take that one small step. I wonder what that is for you. Of all the things we've listed or something else, the Holy Spirit has, has, has spoken to you. But once you move, you soon get momentum. But you do have to move. You respond and say, but what if I fall? But oh. What if you fly? A lot of you are going to fly and walk on water. As you do, your life will never be dull or boring again. You'll get off, you'll turn off the TV, get off the lazy boy, and do things that you never dreamed that you could because this is your time. This is our time. To be the amazing person that God has called you to be, to see the seeds of greatness bear maximum fruit, will require stepping outside of your comfort zone. It will take courage, but the results will be well worth it. These are new tracks that will help you to be a bigger, faster train, having high impact for the kingdom of God.